0: going on everybody welcome back to another episode and on this week's episode i want to talk about determining and really being able to know if that certain person you're talking to or into is dateable and i want to run down some things that i ask myself and have been asking myself for a little while now and also some things to look out for in non-negotiables but first before we get into any of that and knowing if this person is dateable, I have something worth your while. Italki is the most convenient, affordable, and efficient way to learn a new language. If you're going to be meeting people out there, you might not exactly know what they're saying because, of course, they're speaking another language. Well, Italki allows you to understand them with their amazing, amazing system of getting you to efficiency and fluency in a particular language. Think of any language. There's thousands of teachers, too, And a great perk is that these teachers provide you preview videos so you know exactly what they're like before you even take a lesson. Lessons range from a few dollars, upwards of $10, and today you can get a $10 credit after your first purchase by heading to go.italki.com slash A-N-T. Again, that's com slash A-N-T. As I had mentioned already, there are these questions that you're going to find yourself thinking about and maybe there's a lot of them, but I really got it down to three. And again, there can be more, but I think these three questions ultimately will help you in determining if this person you're talking to is dateable because you can meet great people, but ultimately they might not be dateable and to be able to distinguish between the two is a difference between happiness and a huge, huge headache. So the first question that I think about and really think of is how do they make you a better person? And then of course, how do you make them a better person? But you kind of have to be selfish with this and what your needs and wants are, especially prior to getting into a relationship, because at that point you can be selfish. So how do they make you a better person? Are you able to answer that question Can you list things? Can you continue to go on? If you struggle to answer that question, this might not be for you. Question two is a little similar, but a little different. What excites you about them? Again, same deal. You have to be able to continually list things about them, about what could potentially happen. But really a lot of core things, a lot of things maybe you're similar on, different on just the way the interaction is, what excites you about them? If you're able to answer that at length as with the first question, then you're in a good spot. But if not, this might not be for you. And question three, I think is a very good judgment of where you are as a person today in your dating life. This question is, would you fly to see them? And look, I understand everybody is not far away from you or you're in a long distance situationship, relationship, whatever. But if you find yourself talking to somebody who does not live near you, ask yourself the question, would you fly to see them? And I know a lot of guys that listen to this podcast would be like, oh my gosh, if any girl asked me to come see them, I would do it in a heartbeat. But you really have a realization as to, is this worth it? What do I have to do to go see them, especially if they're farther away And I actually typically feel the farther, the more real that you become with yourself because you understand what it takes to get you to go and see them and really see if there is potential for something to be great. So I really do believe those are three questions to ask yourself. How do they make you a better person? What excites you about them? And then ultimately, would you fly to see them? And if you can answer at length the first two questions about making yourself a better person, you making them a better person, And then exciting you, I think the third question already is going to answer itself in whichever way you do. And I also understand that you're going to determine your non-negotiables. And I know we've talked about non-negotiables on this podcast many of times before. We've done an episode on it, so check that out if you haven't. But there are some other things to look out for, and I've really figured this out as the dating scene has continued on. And I think now I found somebody who at this moment in time, I feel is going to be really, really solid for me. And I've kind of had a realization through all of these thoughts that I'm going to talk about here in a second. So we begin to meet people and kind of feel out like what you like about them and how they make you feel, all of that. But for me recently, this realization of, you kind of feel more yourself than you ever have and like a part of you has been missing. I've never really felt this way or felt that way before, but now I find myself in a place with someone where I'm there. And one of the great parts about it, at least from my viewpoint, and I think they would probably agree, is that they're in a similar place and we're kind of mutual on a lot of things. So... You kind of feel more yourself than you ever have because you haven't been with them. I don't know if that makes sense, but for me, that's kind of where I am. Also something to look out for in non-negotiables, and I think it's one of mine. Your partner or potential partner does not make you compromise yourself. If they do, run for the hills because I can tell you one thing, you're not going to be happy. Of course, there's things to talk about and a relationship is a sacrifice And really a lot more than that. But your biggest dreams and biggest things that you want to do, if that particular person wants you to compromise yourself, you're going to want to run a 40-yard dash as fast as you can. Also, something else that I have been feeling of recent is that with the particular person you're into and you are trying to identify if they're dateable, you can be honest like you've never been before without even worrying that they're going to think you're any less or become unattracted because you told them something. I think for me, I've always tried to pride myself on being up front and being straightforward regardless of how I think that person is going to respond, even if I don't know them that well yet. I think for me, that's always, some people maybe look at that as a flaw, but I don't. I think being up front and just putting it all out there is really the only way to move forward and to be clear about what you want and where things are going. So you have this feeling of honesty in a way that you've never had it before where you can just let loose, let everything down and you know that they're not going to become unattracted to you or think anything less of you. And then when you start talking about things that bother you or things that have happened in your life, Are they fight or flight? And that ultimately too will tell you a lot about that person and ultimately a lot about if they're into you or not. If they are fight, please keep that person and just see if things are going to work out. I know for me in a position where I am now, a particular person is a fight person and I'm not meaning in a physical way, but when you share your shit that is going on in your life, they're like very supportive and they're really fighting on behalf of you, even if they have no ties to the situation, don't know really anything about it outside of anything you've told them. So are they fight or are they flight? If you can answer that question on the fight side, you certainly have yourself a good situation. And then something else, and I I think this is also a non-negotiable You can be friends with other people still, even of the opposite sex. And I understand this is challenging in dating, especially early on in the talking stage, or if you do put a title on it. But in my opinion, the fact that I always feel that I'm very straight up and honest, I've always felt that I can say, hey, this is my girlfriend, not an actual girlfriend, but hey, this is a friend that I have who is a girl. Or here's another one. Here's where we met. Here's how things happened. It's a total friend vibe. And I think if you can get past that and you can also understand that your partner can have friends too, I mean that's huge. I don't think there's anything worse than if you are going to get into something and all of a sudden you can't talk to other people. I think it's extremely healthy to be able to do so as long as you're upfront with the other person and they are as upfront front with you. And let's say you do determine that this person you're talking to is worth it, is dateable. And by the way, I got some really good advice on this. This is actually not even for me, but I think without this advice, I would be lost. So you're trying to figure out what happens at the beginning part of a relationship or the talking stage. One of the things that you should be focusing on over anything, and I actually never would have thought of this again. So I really do thank who told me this and really has helped change the way I look at things. Focus on how this person is making you feel. You can continue to go on dates, keep it casual, but also maybe be exclusive. That's totally up to you and what you're going to do in your life. But the priority is to Focus in on how they make you feel and also how you make them feel and to be able to tell and see if it's mutual rather than get into those deeper conversations. And by the way, I'm a huge deep conversation guy, but I also do understand at the beginning of that dating talking state process, if that is what is being led with, you don't have time to focus or really understand and to be able to feel how they're making you feel and if you're focusing on that early on I don't know if there's time to really emphasize the way again that they make you feel the emphasis needs to be on that at least to start and that is something that I have learned throughout the dating process and the dating scene and I think once you get yourself there and really understand like look these deeper conversations are going to happen when they happen But let's focus on how we make each other feel and just continue to spend time with one another because ultimately that is what's going to run the course of your relationship, potential relationship, or we'll see what happens from there. And the final question, and I probably should have included this above, but I'll just drop it now. I'm thinking of this. Are you both better together or are you better apart? If you're finding yourself after asking all these questions, going through these non-negotiables that I've talked about a little bit, and now you're sitting here thinking, are you better together? If you can answer yes to that confidently and really validate everything that has happened, then I would argue that you are ready to be in a relationship and the person you are talking to is dateable because that is kind of how I've played it out in my life. And I've talked to so many people even older than me and just other friends about this who have experienced this before. And I wanna make sure I'm like the most mature about it, even though I'm still kind of navigating, growing and learning. So if you can answer that question, are you both better together? As a yes, after being able to validate a lot of what I talked about on this episode, you were in a very good situation with a very special person that's the episode. Shout out to italki for sponsoring this episode. Again, you can get a $10 credit when you head to go.italki.com slash A-N-T. Also, check out our partners at antforall.com slash partners. Deals and discounts, they're available to you. And with that being said, I will talk to all of you later.